Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Divine House Reads the Divine Comedy. Well, we are now moved out of the Divine House, very sadly. Yeah, we have. We are actually in Warcop. On <laughs> We're in the village of Warcop. Appleby in, in Westmoreland. Appleby in, in Westmoreland. Cumbria. It's Cumbria. 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 We are on vacation. Vacay. And what are we doing on our vacation? We're getting recorded <laughs> by internet trolls. Because No, we're not. Not because of the podcast. Don't worry, trolls. You haven't pwned us yet. Okay, FYI, if you are worried about your passwords... Do not be like me and write down all your passwords on a piece of paper do that you keep in your sock drawer. <laughs> Don't do that. Get a password manager. Basically, we're traveling with my brother who's a techie. He is a techie. He really is. Um, and He's he a has... Geek. What? Like a tech geek, but it rhymes. Anyway, continue. Okay. Anyway, don't get perked. <laughs> Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Okay, so Canto 14. Canto 13 was really sad. Yeah, it, it really was. It was about the suicides. We saw... Yeah. Um, Con Grande de la... I can't remember his name. De la Scale. Someone who was a thorn bush. Someone who was a thorn and bush. And then Dante just ripped off his branch. Not like, a thorn hello, back. you are in the inferno. Or like you're That's in That's probably hell. dangerous. Everything you touch. Like, like in why? every other fantasy book, if you break off a branch of some tree, that tree is going to kill you. For sure. For sure. I, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, we also were introduced to... Giacomo and Lano, right? Who were two people who committed suicide by? Well, Lano went into battle to die because he had squandered his yeah, fortune. And they're kind of profligate. And they're kind of profligate. And then they go and mess up all the thorn trees. Yep. As a kind of weird extra. Punishment. We also saw the harpies. Anyway, so Canto okay, 14, yeah, fourteen was kind of sad, and well, that was thirteen. Al- thirteen, sorry. Um, and now we're on to Canto fourteen. That, like, was thirteen? I don't actually know this. Was thirteen considered unlucky? Did he oh, put I them in know. Canto 13 for a reason? Because he kind of was dawdling for a little while he before was, this. He was, kind of. Maybe. Oh, should I not do that? Maybe no. I should do that. I don't know. Elena's putting her feet on the wall. No, I'm not. I'm putting my feet on the floor. Well. Okay. We'll leave that to the DNA specialists to <laughs> uncover. I think it's fine. My feet are clean. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. Canto XIV. 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 The love we both shared for our native city moved me to gather up the scattered leaves and give them back to the voice that now had faded. We reached the confines of the woods that separate the second from the third round. Mm-hmm. There I saw God's justice in dreadful operation. Isn't that everywhere? He just, I'm sorry, he just wastes all this time being like, and then we spoke concisely. And then he told <laughs> yeah, me yeah. what he had told me. Concisely. And you're like, okay, just Okay, also, okay. now we are going into the third round. Of the seventh circle. Yeah. So the first round was violence against others. The second round was violence against the self. Mm-hmm. And the third round is... Da, 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 I don't know. Definitely violence against Google Maps, because I hate them for taking all of my information and selling it to okay, high-flying marketeers. Enough of the pearl. Okay. <laughs> Elaine is just mad that she was pearl. I was pearl. Okay. Now, to picture clearly these unheard of things. <laughs> that was a car going this by. This is not a professional podcast. Okay. We arrived to face an open stretch of flat land whose soil refused the roots of any plant. It's kind of a Damn. cool way like, like to have, Excuse like, me, may I plant here? No. And soil is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is really sad. We should be serious. Okay. 
The grieving forest made a wreath around it as the sad river of blood enclosed the woods. We stopped right here, right at the borderline. This wasteland was a dry expanse of sand, thick, burning sand, no different from the kind that Cato's feet packed down in other times. Oh, just revenge of God! How awesomely you should be feared by everyone who reads these truths that were revealed to my own eyes! He's so hyperbolic. How awesomely. Many separate herds of naked souls I saw, all weeping desperately. It seemed each group had been assigned a different penalty. Some souls were stretched out flat upon their backs. Others were crouching there, all tightly hunched. Some wandered, never stopping, round and round. Far more there were of those who roamed the sand, and fewer were the souls stretched out to suffer, but their tongues were looser, for the pain was greater. So they were, like, screaming. All over that sand land, a fall of slowly raining broad flakes of fire showered steadily, a mountain snowstorm on a windless day, like those that Alexander saw descending on his troops while crossing India's torrid lands. Flames falling, floating solid to the ground. Was is that known that Alexander, when he was crossing India, was in a storm of fire, a rainfall of fire? I've never I, heard that. I had not heard of that, but is that what have is I that heard actually of a natural phenomenon? Is this a poetic thing, or can there be storm like firestorms with raindrops I, of fire? I, I don't think no, that exists in reality. Cool. Okay, but maybe in some weird like geographical area that happened well i mean okay here's if you have been in a sandstorm in the desert Mm -hmm. which i have been of of um, course you have of course i have um because lucy is polytropus uh okay complicated woman thank you thank you emily wilson shout out um fun fact we vandalized oh no never mind well okay the the (laughs) letting agents for our house our former house are not going to see this we hope. Hear this. Okay, so Nolly, you were a great property manager. We loved you. We loved you. Um, she helped us free a bird. Okay, anyway, <laughs> we wrote, tell me about a complicated man on the inside of the attic in our old in house. In a very special The divine place, house. Right by Pip. Right by Pip, the dog that had who been... Who was engraved in chalk. Yeah, really. On the floorboards. Really, really creepy. Okay. That we discovered one day. Our secrets are out. Anyway, if you've been in a sandstorm in the desert... The flake, the sand can kind of feel like fire if your face is exposed, mm. which mine was not because I was told to put my scarf all over my face. Okay. But it's like really hot because you're like in the desert. Which in? The Sahara. Not the Kalahari? No. Damn. There's not really as many sandstorms there because it's, it's, there's a lot more like vegetation in the, in the Kalahari, also known as the Khadkhari. Right. Okay. Continuing. Back to this. Okay. So we're in a snowstorm of of fire. Sandstorm of fire. Sandstorm. Well, so slowly raining broad flakes of fire. Oh, yeah, okay. A mountain snowstorm on a windless day. Okay, Alexander, blah blah blah. And he, with all his men, he Alexander began to tread the sand so that the burning flames might be extinguished one by one before they joined. Okay. Here, too, a never-ending blaze descended, kindling the sand like tinder under flint sparks, and in this way the torment there was doubled. Without a moment's rest, the rhythmic dance of wretched hands went on, this side, that side, brushing away the freshly fallen flames. And I... 
my master, you who overcome all opposition, except for those tough demons who came to meet us at the gate. All right, burn. Dante is a sassy little thing. Who is that mighty one? Okay, I'll do a different voice. Uh, my master. No, no, he's a French. <laughs> my master, you who overcome all opposition, except for those tough demons who came to meet us at the gates of Dis. Yeah. Okay, that was that's funny. Yeah. Dante is like, Virgil, you tough guy, except for that moment when you were scared of those angels. Well, archangels. Who is that mighty one that seems unbothered by burning, stretched sullen and disdainful there, looking as if the rainfall could not tame him? And that very one who is quick to notice me, inquiring of my guide above him, answered... What I was once alive, I still am dead. Let Jupiter wear out his smith, from whom he seized in anger that sharp thunderbolt he hurled to strike me down my final day. Man. Let him wear out those others one by one who work the soot-black forge of Mongibello. As he shouts, Help me, good Vulcan, I need your help! When he cried that time at Phlegra's battle. Right. <laughs> and with all his force, let him hurl his bolts at me. No joy of satisfaction would I give him. Okay, what? All right, so. Okay, so Jupiter, Zeus, his smith, Hephaestus, also known as Vulcan. Jupiter is Zeus? Okay, yeah, yeah, we've been over this. Who's Mars again? Ares. Ares, right. Okay, so Zeus. Also, So Jupiter and Jove are the same. They just get used when poets need different numbers of syllables. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Zeus equals Jove. Um, there's probably and more background was Jupiter... Max. This is why you need to come on our show. Wait, but I thought that there was a different um, god of blacksmithery. There is. That's why I'm confused. Hephaestus, also known as Vulcan, oh. is the, the, he is Zeus's son, or Jupiter's son, who was born um, with a disability, like a uh, in various different traditions, like different like mobility disabilities and zeus and hera threw him out of olympus and he Jeez. landed on the stones in other stories he was just born really ugly and they threw him and that's how he got his broken okay. he, like can't walk properly this is mean yeah and vindictive horrible. against your own child yeah well not vindictive but cruel yeah and uh he was raised by nymphs classic and learned how to become a great smith, and then he was finally admitted back up into Olympus to be the smith. But he makes Zeus's thunderbolts. But what? What? Why does say let Jupiter wear out his smith? Is so his like, smith actually Hephaestus? Yes. Oh, I thought Jupiter uh, isn't a smith also a noun for what you? I guess not. A smith is a it would person be a smithy. Who, right. Okay. Okay. Is where you? So I think he's basically this guy is basically saying, like Jupiter can send as many thunderbolts as he wants. Right. I. I will not satisfy him. Let him wear out those others one by one whose work the Sutbet Forge of Mongebello. Who's, so... The others are probably the um, Cyclopes. Mm. Okay, what's Flegra's battle? Not sure about that. Hmm. Okay, whatever. So basically this guy just says, let the rain fall. Let the rain fall down and wind something, and it wash away my angrily. And I want a minute, minute, and I'm Hillary Duff. Let the rain fall down. Okay, let's get back on topic. I'm coming clean. Coming clean. God, that was such a great album. Great album. When I was nine, my guide spoke back at him with cutting force. I never heard his voice so strong before. Oh, Capanius. Since your blustering pride will not be stilled, you are made to suffer more. 
No torment other than your rage itself could punish your gnawing pride more perfectly. Okay, so possible sins, rage, pride. Yeah. But we, but, well, we'll find out. Or, like, well, pride is, pride is against God because it's, like, you think you're better than God. And rage is against, well, I don't know. God. And then he. God is the only person whose wrath is fully justified. Mmm, Right. And then he turned a calmer face to me, saying, That was a king, one of the seven besieging Thebes. Oh, cool. He scorned and would seem still to go on scorning God and treat him lightly. But, as I said to him, he decks his chest with ornaments of lavish words that prick him. Wait, who's, where's, what's Thebes? Okay, Thebes is a city Mm -hmm. that was besieged by seven kings. Okay. Seven against Thebes. Is it in Greece? It is in Greece. Was it maybe it's Judea? In Greece. No. no, it's not in Judea. I think it's Anatolia? in Greece. I think it's in Greece. But this is from the it's world in Greek of Greece. mythology. Yeah, yeah it's okay. in Greek mythology. I'm not sure if it's in modern day Greece because I am an ignorant fool. Ignoramus. Um, basically, Thebes is the city um, and why where Oedipus it? was king, for example. Oh. And then uh, Creon. Okay. So Antigone takes place in Thebes. Oedipus, Antigone is Oedipus' daughter. Um, Oedipus is the, Thebes is the city where the Sphinx sat outside. Mm, okay. And Oedipus solved the riddle of the Sphinx. That's in um, Adorno and Horkheimer. Right. Where, like, after she, after the riddle, she, like, threw herself down. Because right. after you solve the problem of the myth, the like, myth the myth ceases, ceases to, to function. Um, but weirdly, solving the problem is the myth, so it's kind of this whole, like, circular thing. Okay. Basically, Thebes, I forget the whole deal with Seven Against Thebes, to be honest. We'll have to, to look honest. that up. Things to look up. Yeah, things to look up. Seven against Thebes. Also, it's I thought it was pronounced Thebes, not Thebes, but Giuseppe Mazzotto. Giuseppe Mazzotta pronounces it Thebes too. So yeah. Um. Okay. So this was one of the seven kings who besieged the Thebes. Um, and he blasphemed. And he scorned God. He scorned God. But what's really interesting to me here is that he scorns Jupiter. Well, he would have been scorning. Actually, I don't know when the Seven Against Thebes happened, but he would have been scorning Zeus slash Jupiter, who in here is identified with God. Wild. So it's kind of God buying, God punishing someone for blaspheming himself as a pagan deity. Crazy. Crazy. Or was it that he scorned God because he just was a pagan? No, because that he. Really make sense. Because if he just scorned God because he was a pagan, he'd be You'd in be limbo. limbo. Well. It's, it's kind, kind of, of like, ambiguous. It's like God being like, well, if you scorn me, if you just don't worship me as me, but you're still a good person, mm-hmm. you can go to limbo. Mm-hmm. But if you do worship a God and it's just not me, the right God, scorning no, but scorning any deity is bad enough to put you in the seventh circle. But uh, don't you think that the people in limbo, like Lucan and Virgil, would have worshipped pagan deities? You think they were completely they would. agnostic? No, no, no. I think they did, but they were still good people overall. And they worshipped deities. And they worshipped. They them. didn't scorn them. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it seems like blasphemy, or like not taking God seriously, or like taking God's name in vain, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. is like bad. Even if the God that you're blaspheming is not isn't the God. Christian God. Yeah. The monotheist. Wow. So the sin of blasphemy it's or sort pride of is a sin, no matter who you're blaspheming. Hmm crazy okay. okay now follow me and also pay oh no you were talking this is virgil right yeah oh 
Now follow me and also pay attention, not to put your feet upon the burning sand, but to keep them well within the wooded line. This is like when my mom would be like, Lane, walk on the sidewalk. Without, just like that. <laughs> without exchanging words, we reached a place where a narrow stream came gushing from the woods. Its, its reddish water still runs fear through me, like the one that issues from the bul- Bulikame, whose waters are shared by prostitutes downstream. Nice. It wore its way across the desert sand. This river's bed and banks were made of stone. So were the tops on both its sides. And then I understood this was our way across. Among the other marvels I have shown you, from the time we made our entrance through the gate whose threshold welcomes every evil soul, your eyes have not discovered anything as remarkable as this stream that you see here, extinguishing the flames above its path. These were my master's words, and I at once implored him to provide me with the food for which he had given me the appetite. Nice. Oh, in the middle of the sea, there lies a wasteland, he immediately began. Oh, wow. That is known as Crete, under whose king the world knew innocence. What? Who was king of Crete? Minos. Yeah! Minos. 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 Well, we don't know particularly that this is the, this is the king he's talking about, but he was king of Crete. Crete just comes back, the Minotaur, blah, blah, blah. Okay. There is a mountain there that was called Ida. Oh, that's where Zeus grows up. Mm. Then happy in its verdure and its streams, now deserted like an old discarded thing. Rhea. Hmm. Who's Rhea? One of the older gods. Titaness, mother of Zeus and all the other main gods. Sorry, I'm going to... No, no, this is good. Rhea chose it once as a safe cradle for her son, Zeus, Mm -hmm. and to conceal his presence better... She had her servants scream loud when he cried. In the mountain's core, an ancient man stands tall. He has his shoulders turned towards Damietta and faces Rome as though it were his mirror. Hmm. His head is fashioned of the finest gold. Pure silver are his arms and hands and chest. From there to where his legs spread, he is brass. <laughs> the rest of him is all of chosen iron, except his right foot, which is terracotta. Okay. He puts his weight, more weight on this foot than the other. On the terracotta foot? What? Isn't that's terracotta dumb. like Yeah, it's breakable. Strong? It's like clay. Mm, maybe that's a, mm, I don't know. Every part of him, except the gold, is broken by a fisher dripping tears down to his feet, where they collect to erode the cavern's rock. From stone to stone, they drain down here, becoming rivers. The Acheron, mm. Styx, and Phlegathon then overflow down through this tight canal until they fall to where all falling ends, they form cockatus. What that pool is like, I need not tell you, you will see yourself. And I to him, if this small stream... Okay, wait, can we just discuss who this guy is? Yeah, yeah, what? Who's this guy? Okay, Okay, so I'm not really sure what this guy is. The, The old man of Crete, says the note, his blah, 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 Damietta, ancient Egyptian seaport, the pagan world, Rome, the modern world. The fi- okay, the figure of the old man is drawn from the book of Daniel. Hmm. I don't remember that. But the symbolism is different and more nearly reflects a poetic symbol utilized by Ovid. Oh, okay, okay. The head of gold represents the golden age of man, that is, in Christian terms, before the fall. 
The arms and breast of silver, the trunk of brass, and the legs of iron represent the three declining ages of man. Hmm. The clay foot, the one made of terracotta, may symbolize the church. Weakened, weakened and, and corrupted. By temporal concerns and political power struggles. Wow. Wait, so what does this man symbolize? Okay, so like human history? Yeah, and he's like crying because man is just like really bad bad dude so okay so wait so this guy made out of Stands. silver brass mm-hmm. and terracotta and um iron mm-hmm. is in the middle of a mountain mm-hmm. he's at the mountain's core yeah. and this mountain what's the name of the mountain ida mount ida was on crete the place chosen by rhea to protect her infant son jupiter also known as zeus from his father saturn also known as Kronos. Kronos who usually devoured his sons when they were born. Oh, you told me about this. Right, right. Rhea, to keep him from finding Jupiter, had her servant scream loud when he cried to drown out the other guy. Okay, but so... Now... Blah, blah, blah. So basically, they're they're reaching this reddish river whose waters are shared by prostitutes downstream, apparently. No, it's like the thing that's shared by prostitutes downstream. Like the Bulikane, sorry. Um, and... He says, and then Virgil tells Dante, look, you've never seen anything as cool or as remarkable as this stream. And so Dante's curious about what it is. And so he's, and so Virgil says, look, in the middle of the sea, there's this place called Crete. On Crete, there's Mount Ida, all the stuff about Rhea and Zeus. In the middle of Mount Ida, there's this Ida, there's this dude. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of like a sculpture. Mm-hmm. And he s- symbolizes humanity's corruption and downfall. Mm-hmm. And it is from these it is from his tears um that flow the acheron the sticks the phlegathon the cockatus and the lithe well he doesn't mention the leafy or the leaf. well he does well he does here. oh we haven't gotten there okay yet. sorry 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 should we just finish the canto yeah. and then talk about it okay and i to him if this small stream besides us has its source as you've told me in our world why have we seen it only on this ledge and he to me you know this place is round and through, though your journey has been long, circling toward the bottom, turning only to the left, you still have not completed a full circle. So you should never look surprised, as now, if you see something you have not seen before. And I, I again, where, master, shall we find Leith and Phlegathon? You omit the first and say the other forms from the reign of tears. I am very happy when you question me, he said, but that the red, blood red water boiled should answer certainly... Oh, but that, the mm-hmm. blood red water boiled, should answer certainly one of your questions. Okay, so the phlegathon mm-hmm. was the blo- boiling river boiling of blood. Boiling river of blood. Because normally the phlegathon is made of fire. Mm. The, and Lethe you shall see, but beyond this valley, at a place where souls collect to wash themselves when penitence has freed them of their guilt. Now it is time to leave this edge of woods, he added. Be sure you follow close behind me. The margins are our road, they do not burn, and all the flames above them are extinguished. Mm. Nice. So the Acheron, the Styx, the Phlegathon, the Cockatus, and the Lethe. Yeah. So is this man the man of Mount Ida? The old man, Crete, whatever he's called? Yeah. He's part of the Greek and Roman mythos? Yeah, I think... I mean, clearly Ovid Dante didn't make him, him up. No, but I think he... I would have to look this up. This is so interesting. Because actually, those rivers, certainly the Acheron, is a real river. Is it? In Greece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found it on Google Maps. Right. But that and, might mean... But 
Okay. Mm-hmm. But basically, it goes under underground, so they thought that it went to the underworld. Mm. And these other rivers, so there are five rivers of hell. The Cockatus, the river of despair. The Leith, the river of, of forgetfulness. The Styx, mm. the river, I don't know what it is the river of, it's just like the general river of the underworld, I thought. Likewise with the Acheron, and then the um, Phlegathon, the boiling river of fire, or like the river of fire that Dante has made boiling blood. Right, okay. Um, yeah, because I guess in the last canto about the tyrants and the boiling blood, they never they never actually specified that it was the Phlegathon. No. So Virgil is now telling him this it's is the Phlegathon. Right, because it's the reddish yeah. river yeah. that they're crossing to get they're to move through the so land what is this sand. yeah is this the phlegathon like what river is this it's the phlegathon right oh oh okay the reddish water it's reddish water still runs fear through me mm-hmm. oh so maybe this is the phlegathon and the boiling water of blood is not the phlegathon well uh, yeah i don't know here should we look in the let's see um what do you think about the sinners here? I just think it's crazy that God is so picky and choosy about who gets to go to limbo. I know. And also crazy that Virgil is like, oh yes, Zeus and Rhea, they did this. This is the river. And you're like, what? In Christianity, those people weren't real. Yeah, I know. If you're treating them like real, but you're in limbo because you believed in them, because they weren't real, like, are they real or not? A question for the ages, truly. Okay, this is actually really useful. This is a Sinclair note on page 189. In accordance with the plan of the lower hell outlined in the 11th canto, the sins punished in the third round of the seventh circle on the burning plain are violence directly against God. So blasphemy, violence against nature, and God's child, sodomy. What? Who is the sodomite? I don't think we've met a sodomite yet. Haven't we? No. Definitely haven't. Um, okay. And, and yeah, maybe we haven't. And violence against art or industry to God, as it were, a grandchild, usury. So this is just blasphemy. This is the circle of the blasphemers, I guess. Or yeah. the, the canto of the blasphemers. Um, and the first idea we get of the whole round is that of barrenness. It is a plane that rejects every plant from its bed. The mm-hmm. blasphemers who confronted God in their insolence now confront him forever in their agony agony um the sodomite well where are the sodomites we only didn't meet meet that one dude well then why is it in this note that's confusing you are such a spoiler i didn't know we were had sodomy up up for grabs um okay back to the old man of crete though okay um the old man of Crete is the symbol of human history and decadence. The island of Crete itself was regarded in antiquity oh, and is described this part of the in the Aeneid as the cradle of the Trojan, therefore of the Roman race, and as having been under Saturn, the center of the world's mm-hmm. golden age. Heathen, it was the heathen garden of Eden, and its actual ruin by the time of Dante, under, under the wasting tyranny of Venice, gave analogy and support to the symbolism of the old man. There is a pathetic longing for the past, imagined innocence and happiness of the world, in the once, which Virgil uses three times, the figure is taken from the dream of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, with some suggestions from the ancient Latin poets, the whole being adapted for Dante's purposes. The four metals represent the successive degenerating ages of history. This is what he already said. Okay. 
Um, great. Wow. I haven't gotten to that part of the Aeneid yet. Wow, so the Aeneid is really everywhere. Yeah. I so mean, we, I guess it makes sense. So we only really people. meet one sinner here. One dude. Yeah. Capanius. Capanius. Or Capanius. Cap- I'm not sure how to pronounce Maybe it. Maybe Capanius. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's a blasphemer. Classic blasphemer. Yeah. Capanius was one of seven kings who assaulted Thebes. Statius describes how Capanius, when when scaling the walls of Thebes, blasphemed against Jove, who then Mm. struck him with a thunderbolt. Mm. Capanius died with blasphemy on his lips, and now, even in hell, he is able to defy Jove's thunderbolts. But is Jove real? And is Jove God? Yeah, what? For Zeus. What? What? The last last thing I wanted to um, say is that I really like this imagery of them being on a desert plain that's mm. has falling fire droplets like a snowstorm of fire that's a really cool image and that's so wow i like how the sand the kind of desert symbolizes a place that cannot be cultivated mm. or or made to grow anything and the fire symbolizes instead of rain which like it's typically like would lush. nurture plants the fire yeah. is just a, a force of destruction yeah it doesn't really seem like a very elegant contrapasso, though, to blasphemy. Blasphemy. I think it does because the classic answer to blasphemy is that you get smitten or smoted or smited. Oh, okay. Like Capanius did. Hmm. Okay. Because, like, basically pride is answered with, like, thunder and, like, like you, you get struck down. You get punished, basically. Yeah. Like, if you, even if you think about, like, the Tower of Babel, for example, some, some versions of the Tower of Babel have it be struck down by a lightning bolt. Mm. So, like, which actually, scientifically, if you build a structure that's really tall, it's more likely to get hit by a lightning bolt. That's true. That's, that's why true. we have all these, like, lightning things on skyscrapers. So that was also the... But the ancients attributed that to... To Zeus. Like, God doesn't want us to build that high. Mm. So we don't build high buildings, or, like, we are really careful when we go... When we try to ascend to heaven, mm-hmm. because God slash Zeus is up slash there. Jupiter will smite us so it's actually this really interesting um, like scientific Mm. like an embeddedness of scientific knowledge that is interpreted as the wrath of god when actually it's just like yeah you're getting closer to the lightning and lightning will hit the first thing that can conduct it right the other thing i think is interesting is that um there's many separate herds of naked souls they're all naked nobody's clothed Mm-hmm. It, but see, this is why I think we have met the sodomites. Many separate herds of naked souls I saw, all weeping desperately. It seemed each group had been assigned a different penalty. Some souls were stretched out flat upon their backs. Others were oh, crouching, yeah, all tightly harder. hunched. Some wandered, never stopping, roaming round and round. Um, so in the note, it says, the shades in this third round of the seventh circle are divided into three groups. The blasphemers lie supine on the ground, the usurers are crouching, and the sodomites wandered, never stopping. The sand they lie on perhaps suggests the sterility of their acts. Well, but how would we know that? That's not we very clear. I think we might find out in the next cantos. Right. There's literally no way we no can way. know There's that no from way. this text. Right. Because maybe in the next cantos, it'll be one will be about sodomy and the other one will be about usury. Yeah. Actually, I think there is. Huh. You've read this. I have, but like... I read it. Elaine yeah. is now on Purgatory. She's like way ahead. I don't. Re- and also, all this remember, like you know, all these references. I don't. So it takes me a long time to be like, what is this about? Okay. All right, great. Cool. cool. Canto. Exiv. Exiv. All right. Bye.